What is up, Conscious Monkeys? Welcome to another episode of Catch Up with Clayton. I'm Clayton, and how are we doing? How was our past week? Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, I know I'm doing pretty well. Um, I guess I gave up coffee probably about seven days ago, and so I've been, no, less than that. It wasn't seven days, but I'm starting to feel like some of the effects of it like I've been super sluggish the last couple of days. So it's kind of been putting me behind the eight ball and some content stuff. But regardless, we're going to push through it. Um, oh, with that being said, I did reach out to like a virtual agency to kind of start helping me, you know, create some more content, take some stuff off my plate that I'm not crazy about doing. I know that I personally love just sitting in front of this microphone, recording, getting to know people. And I really want to make that the focus of the effort I'm putting into this. So, and in the book that I'm reading, it also points to this. So the whole goal is to outsource everything that I personally don't love doing. Why do it if you don't love in it? Um, so in that spirit, I decided to kind of hire out this virtual agency and what today is Wednesday, February 9th. I guess I forgot to mention that in the intro, <laughs> but on Friday, I'm actually going to be meeting with the person who's going to be taking on this work and so that'll be fun that'll be a whole another thing to introduce you guys to and go through my experience of bringing on someone with a virtual agency I had hired someone from Upwork before but they never quite got the thing exactly what I was looking for and maybe that's a little bit of a perfectionist thing that I kind of need to let go of where it doesn't need to look exactly like what I want it to look like right as long as the message is getting across, as long as you guys are understanding it, excuse me, that's really the only important thing. And I can just focus on loving with doing what I'm doing. Anyhow, that's a little bit of a tangent that I wasn't expecting to go down, <laughs> but who knows? That's what I like about these things to keep it a little free flowing. What I was expecting to start with was that book that I had mentioned earlier, and it's called A Happy Pocket Full of Money. And quick shout out to the person who introduced it to me. She's going to be on episode 25, I believe. Um, Originally, I thought she was going to be on 26, and then it was like 23. Keeps getting bounced around. Regardless, uh, this this book was also discussed in episode 24. And it's a very interesting book because it really combines the a lot of information that you would learn in The Power of Now and with uh, Breaking the Habit of Being. So I find it interesting that it has found its way into my life at this time. And yeah, there's just a lot of great information about here about, you know, the quantum reality, about how we kind of are creating what we want to create. And uh, the big, the big takeaways, I think for me, is that... uh, trying to trying to think here <laughs> um it, it was it was really the idea of it's okay to desire something right like the idea of i think there's occasions where people say you know you should be giving without expecting anything in return and i've always kind of thought that to be true but i felt like there was something missing from it and this book really highlighted that from me I believe, and this book kind of led me to it, I don't know how exactly it puts it out there, 
but it talks about how it's okay to expect something in return because you gave to somebody. But the key is, is that you shouldn't be expecting that thing from that person in equal value because the way the universe is a little bit more structured is yeah, you should be doing things to just be a nice person. Right. But the problem with that mentality is that it absolves you from ever receiving in the future. And the fact of the matter is, is that due to the ripple effect, due to compound effect, if I give to you what you need, it might be money, it might be just someone to listen to. It might be, I, I don't know, you could kind of extrapolate a job. The fact of the matter is, is that the universe is going to give back to you in a different way down the road and is going to give back to you ninefold. Like it's not just going to be this one for one trade off. So what happens is if we go to the old line of thinking of, okay, I gave you, I bought a $10 meal for you. I want a $10 meal back from you. Two things are happening here. Number one, you're cutting yourself off from that ninefold effect that the universe will give you in the future. Number two, you're expecting this other person to hold the value to reciprocate the exact value that you just gave them. And it really cuts you off from a lot of receiving. It cuts you off from that ninefold effect. It cuts you off from any future effect that it might give you, right? Like if, if you have $9 and I have zero and we went out to eat or something and I, you get a $5 meal, I get a $5 meal. And maybe this isn't a good example because it's not very but let's let's ramp it up let's say it's a hundred you have a hundred dollars on you i have zero we go out to eat you pay for my food because i forgot my money now the universe is going to give back to you exponentially more than what you just gave to me because it was something i needed in the moment right like if someone's starving and is hungry you might pay two dollars for 20 chicken mcnuggets but that person would be willing to pay you know, their, their hand, you know, they would be willing to pay a hundred dollars. Like it becomes so much more, the value of it is so much more abstract than we give it credit for. And this is kind of along the lines of how money, the value of money, the value of a house, the value of food, the value of anything is so bestowed on the individual of how they value it. It's kind of the idea of, you know, if you go back to 2008 with the whole housing market crisis, in 2007, a house could have been worth $500,000. Flash forward, uh, excuse me, <laughs> flash forward two years to 2009, that same house is going to now be 100000 maybe even less in some areas. Nothing changed about the structure of the house. The house had the same foundation, same structural integrity, same location. However, our collective conscious value around the dollar, around the housing market, plummeted. And so this is kind of the mindset that this book kind of opens you up to. And I think it's absolutely beautiful and highly, highly recommend it, especially if you've read The Power of Now or Break it, Breaking the Habit of Being. You'll really This book will really kind of connect those dots with you. Um, another thing that I read, or not a him read this, but I realized with the book, and this is outside the book, this is kind of like a more general idea about quote unquote reading is I retain more information when I would speed up the audible tape. And 
this also probably alludes another thing is that I don't really physically read books. I listen to them through audio tapes. Uh, and to go off on a little bit of a more tangent, I personally believe that it is easier for humans to re- to understand audible linguistic dictations of books. So like if someone's reading it, I think it's so much more beneficial to people as opposed to reading it yourself. Because I personally believe, personal belief, is that I think that we retain more information with talking than reading. And this comes from a biological standpoint. Because we've been using our ears to hear and our mouths to speak far longer than we've been writing down words. And, you know, I'm just going to leave it at that. That's kind of where I'm at with that belief. If, you know, I'm sure there's some value in actually reading the physical words. I personally don't know what it is. Um, It's kind of where I'm at. So I'll just touch and go on that subject because I'm not an expert. (laughs) But where that tangent started with was that I noticed that I would retain more information when I kind of actually sped up the tapes. So if I put it at like 1.7 speed, it kept me more kind of focused. It didn't allow my brain to go off on different tangents like, oh, he said the word seed. And so now I'm thinking about planting trees. And that last time that someone planted my tree and when I cut down the tree, oh, shoot, now I just missed the last two minutes of whatever this book was talking about. So instead, by speeding it up, it actually found a way to keep my attention more so. So if you're a listener or you listen to even me talking, couldn't it could help if you sped it up. I don't know. Something to think about. Um, but what this actually leads to is the next point, which is pretty interesting. Is This is an overall book note. And this goes to the idea of kind of just reading things to say I read them. And I noticed from an egotistical kind of standpoint, I have this book list. And I don't know if you guys have been on my link tree or seen it. It's kind of a list of all the books that I have read and the books I want to read. And what I realized is I was kind of like taking on books from people just so I could say I read them. You know, it was like this little ego trip of like, well, people are checking out the book list. I want to ramp up the book list. I want to put more things on my book list because then it gives me that validation that I'm learning, you know. And I maybe subconsciously understood this, but where it really came to a head is I heard this, I was listening to one of uh, Naval's, I think that's how you, Naval, N-A-V-A-L, one of his earlier podcasts, and he said something that really struck me as true, or holding a lot of value to it, let's say. There's that value again. (laughs) He pointed out that you should really only read about 50 to 100 books until you understand every single sentence of those books. And you should not move on. He said, there's not really any value in just speed reading through them to get to the next. You know, and it really rang true to me because I was like, damn, like, I'm kind of doing that. I wasn't really enjoying some of the books. Now, I did enjoy that book, by the way. I'm actually going to reread it right now. I'm in the process of rereading it because I think it's actually a really good book. But whenever he said that, I realized, like, yeah, like... Why am I just putting other books on my plate that people suggested? I get maybe a couple pages in and I'm like, oh, this isn't for me, but still pushed myself through it. 
I mean, it was almost like I had created a job for myself to be this, you know, person who just read books. And, you know, that's not where the meaning of life is. You know, you don't find it in just, oh, I, you know, I read 500 books in my life. You know, what about you? Like, you know, sick, bro. What did you learn anything from them? (laughs) And so, you know, the whole goal was to just not speed through them to get to another one. So now I'm rereading this book to see if there's other sentences that I had missed and let other things sink in. Just kind of feel it out. And, you know, I have another note here and it's, you know, to really monitor how you feel when you read them. Because I truly believe that some books, I believe that there are metaphysical truths and there's only so many of them in my opinion that are held true in these books. And uh, that's probably a loaded thing to say. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm seeing repetitive patterns within all these books that I'm reading. And some of them resonate with me more than others. And what my assumption is, is that it's this author's individual ability to wait in the way that they construct words that kind of leads me to understanding it in the way that they um, have said it. You know, does that make sense? (laughs) Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there. But I guess the key point is, is that pay attention to how you feel whenever you're reading these books, because they'll help you with other things. Um, Sometimes I'm struggling with the idea of letting go in certain situations. And so when that arises, I have a certain book I go to with that. If I'm trying to focus on, you know, creating a more positive energy, there's something I go to for that. You know, so it's this whole like kind of feeling it out, you know, and that's a whole thing on its own of the idea of feeling. Oh, regardless, that, that felt like it was really a lot of energy was put into that whole thing right there. So hopefully you guys got some information there. Hopefully you could feel that energy. Let's lighten it up a bit. I don't know if you guys noticed, but if you the sound quality sounds better or anything, definitely let me know because I added this little like mini foam, foam booth around my mic. And so it's kind of like encapsulated in this square item. Uh, I'm not sure this is the first recording I'm releasing with it. So let me know if it sounds better. I listened to a couple recordings and my personal opinion is it didn't really do anything crazy, but let me know if you're like, damn, clean sounds fucking sick today. then that's why, um, (laughs) uh, other, the only other thing I have to really add is that my numbers have doubled over the last I don't know if I discussed this in the last catch up with Clayton, but I'm just so ecstatic about it that I'm going to keep it going is that my numbers have doubled over the last like month. And then even a little bit more so they've incrementally, maybe like 50% increased over the last week. And I think it's dope. Uh, my Instagram numbers have gone up. The podcast numbers have doubled. So I want to just have a huge thank you. Shout out to all the new conscious monkeys that are, um, that are here, that are getting involved, that are expanding their consciousness, that are finding a way to, you know, you're finding your tribe. I'm finding my tribe. Like, I think it's fucking sick that, you know, honestly, like, I'm getting the downloads that I'm getting. Like, I can't believe it myself. The point is, is that I'm just thankful, like, grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for that you found a podcast that's resonating with you. I'm grateful that we're all kind of getting to this next level of consciousness together. 
And with that being said, I actually finalized a contract with an artist to put together some Conscious Monkey merchandise. Conscious Monkey merchandise. Say that five times fast. Uh, (laughs) And so I'm excited for that stuff to roll out. Might be within the next month or so. Um, I'm not 100% sure because I'm also still waiting on the music. But yeah. Got to manifest that. I haven't put those in my manifestations lately, so <laughs> maybe that's what's taking these things a little bit longer to move forward. Whew. Regardless, my lack of coffee is running me out of breath. I need to go make some more content. I haven't gotten that VA yet, so got to make some more content for you guys for Instagram. Go follow me on all the socials, Instagram. Uh, I'm on TikTok as well. It's kind of the same stuff, but you know, just you know, juice the numbers. You know, get let's get some sponsorships rolling in. Um, where else am I at? Instagram. You can find me on TikTok, even though I don't really dabble with it that much. Just keep liking, sharing. Sharing's a huge thing. Please share this stuff. Check me out on um, review, review on Spotify, Apple, and I feel like the quality of this is starting to drop off pretty fast. So. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate all your conscious monkeys for the new ones and the old ones. Thank you for being here. Go check out my link tree. There's also a digital course on there for how to find your life purpose. I have not been doing a crazy job of promoting that. I've just been focusing on so many other things, but that is something that I want to start pushing because I know that it'll help people. I think it is dope. I want to get feedback. So yeah, go click the link in my link tree and With that being said, let's grow together.